The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the second Sunday after the Epiphany, the day we commemorate the worship of the wise men of the infant Jesus. We're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 to 20, where Paul was inspired to write, Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is, for it is said, the two will become one flesh. But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. My dear friends in Christ, since our Savior has purchased us so that we are his own and heirs of heaven, well, because of that fact, Paul now says to us, flee from sexual immorality. Whenever we are tempted to commit such sins against the sixth commandment, or for that matter, against any commandment, Paul wants us to flee, to run away as quick as we possibly can, because when we toy with any temptation, especially if we think we could never fall, then we're really playing with fire. Oh, and maybe just think about it. There was King David. He figured, oh, well, he was the great king over Israel. He had defeated his enemies and he was living in the royal palace. Everything was going well for him. He probably thought he'd never fall to any temptation, but then he had that affair with Bathsheba and had her husband killed. Instead of fleeing from temptation, David toyed around with it instead and he fell. Or think of the Apostle Peter. He again thought he would never fall, but night that Jesus was betrayed, he stayed in the high priest's courtyard and ended up denying Jesus three times. See, now we're not capable of toying with any temptation because instead, then instead of using God and his word to fight against temptation, what we're basically trying to do is think we can handle things on our own, that we're tough enough to not fall. And then we will fall. Peter, Paul said, all other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually 
sins against his own body. Of course, there is forgiveness for sexual sins and, and all sins for that matter. Thank the Lord for that. But such sins, including simple lust, which, well, you really, when you get right down to it, you can't say it's just simple lust, can really harm and can harm us and our relationships. In Scripture, marriage, of course, is symbolic of the relationship between Christ and his church and us, his believe, the believers in the promises of God. When marriage purity is tarnished by lust or by sexual sin, it's as if we're dirtying ourselves for Christ, our, our heavenly bridegroom. Paul says, Do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? Oh, how thankful we have to be that the Holy Spirit, well, he's worked through the word of God to call us to faith, make us believing children of God, and now the Holy Spirit lives in us. And does the fact that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is living in our hearts through faith, does that oh, scare us into living the life that God would have us live? And to some extent it might, but really it should get us to realize the help and the support that the Lord wants to give us because we are the Lord's because he's made us his believing children. And, and since the Holy Spirit lives in us, that means that unless we were to reject his help, we could fight against and win against all temptations. We'd never have to fall. With the Holy Spirit living us in us, we'd never have to fall to any temptations we could always stand firm against life's trials and temptations when they would attack us. So, so remember, don't ever forget the great strength you have, not because of you, but because of the Lord, because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to be our Savior and with his life and death to purchase us to be your own and to live with you forever. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to us, working through your word to make us your believing children and heirs of heaven. With the Holy Spirit living in us, help us now to live as your believing children and heirs of eternal life in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.